All You Need to Know, the Bloomberg Quint podcast that prepares you for the day's business. Good morning and thanks for listening in. This is the Daily Morning Update from Bloomberg Quint and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 16th of September. First up, in news on the economy, India's trade deficit widened in August as a rebound in exports flattened out and imports rose sequentially, led by higher shipments of gold. The trade deficit stood at $6.77 billion during the month, compared with a deficit of $4.83 billion in July, according to data from the Department of Commerce that was released yesterday. In more important news, India's Defence Minister Rajnath Singh told Parliament yesterday that the current border tensions with China are serious and the result of Beijing's violations of boundary agreements. Singh told lawmakers that the situation is tense, both in terms of troops involved and the number of friction points, but that India wants to pursue dialogue for a peaceful resolution of the conflict that has been simmering since May. Remember, both countries blame each other for the disputes along the line of actual control and so far, multiple rounds of high-level military and diplomatic talks have failed to end the long standoff. Now, in a potential boost for startups, a parliamentary panel has suggested abolishing long-term capital gains tax on investments made in such companies to help them raise funds during the ongoing economic slump. The Parliamentary Standing Committee on Finance, chaired by BJP lawmaker Jan Sinha, has suggested that investments made by angel funds and alternate investment funds into startups registered by Department for Promotion of Industry and Internal Trade be exempt from LTCG for at least two years. That's according to a report on the looks of our website. Currently, LTCG made by foreign investors in uh, private companies attracts a tax of 10%, while domestic investments are taxed at 20% plus surcharge. In other news, the Indian government plans to introduce a new law banning trade in cryptocurrencies. The bill is expected to be discussed shortly by the federal cabinet before it is sent to parliament, according to people familiar with the development. That's a Bloomberg story. The federal government will encourage blockchain, which is the technology underlying cryptocurrencies, but it is not keen on cryptocurrency trading. In m News, Blackstone Group and Partners Group Holding are the two remaining bidders vying for control in a Piramal Enterprises glass unit, according to people familiar with the matter. The investment firms have progressed to the final round of bidding for India's Piramal Glass, and Ajay Piramal's conglomerate is seeking a valuation of $1 billion for the unit from the sale. Piramal could name a winner as soon as October, according to the people quoted in the story. Now, in a major development in the ongoing tussle between the US and China, the World Trade Organization has somewhat poked holes in President Donald Trump's trade war against China, saying that the American tariffs on Chinese goods violate international rules. A panel of three WTO trade experts yesterday said that US broke global regulations when it imposed tariffs on Chinese goods in 2018. Washington has imposed levies on $400 billion in Chinese exports so far.
In its report, the panel said that the United States had not met its burden of demonstrating that the measures are provisionally justified. In international markets, U.S. stocks closed higher once again, though the Dow ended flat. The S&P 500 climbed about half a percent, while the Nasdaq rose 1.2 percent. In the Asia-Pacific region, it's a mixed start, with two of the three early risers in the red, last I checked. And with that, it's over to Hormuz Fatakia for the trade setup for the day in India. Good morning, Hormuz. How are we looking today? Good morning to you, Alex, and to our listeners as well. If banks dragged the indices lower on Monday, it was the same banking stocks that led to the Sensex and the Nifty ending near the day's high on Tuesday. Gains were also aided by pharma stocks. And speaking of pharma stocks, Aurobindo Pharma has announced a collaboration with the Council of Scientific and Industrial Research to develop vaccines against COVID-19. The company will undertake clinical development and commercialization of the vaccines. Shifting to aviation stocks now, and Civil Aviation Minister Hardeep Singh Puri has stated that the Bloomberg consensus has limits. modified engines in all of the 134 A320 and A321 aircrafts with the Pratt & Whitney turbines. Indigo's competitor SpiceJet has said that operations will be boosted in the fourth quarter of FY21 once the Boeing 737 MAX jets return to service. The airline has also stated that it continues to maintain a market share of 16%. SpiceJet also reported a net loss in the June quarter, which was narrower than Bloomberg consensus estimates. Among other companies that will react to earnings include VA Tech Wabag, whose net profit nearly doubled compared to last year owing to lower taxes in the current quarter. Tax incidences in the current quarter stood at just over 22.5% as compared to 90% in the base quarter. Future Enterprises, whose net loss widened to nearly 300 crore rupees from 10 crore rupees last year, and Procter & Gamble Health, which declared a final dividend of 230 rupees a share. Hexaware Technologies has stated that SEBI has acceded to the company's request to extend the bid closing date by one more day. The bids will now close on the 16th of September. The stock will also be in focus as Society General has acquired half a percent stake in the company at 443 rupees a share. Watch out for IRB Infra, whose arm has executed a concession agreement with the National Highway Authority of India for an expressway project in Gujarat for a bid cost of over 1700 crore rupees. And also watch for Lakshmi Vilas Bank, who said that mutual due diligence between itself and the Clicks Group is now complete. Some of the stocks that were buzzing in Tuesday's session include Radico Khetan. In the final few minutes before the close of trade, the company informed the exchanges that it has released all the shares that were pledged and no more shares are under any form of encumbrance. The stock ended 7% higher at the highest level since November 2018. Trent was the other stock which ended 8% higher at its highest level in nearly 7 months. The stock has gained 18% in the last 5 trading sessions. And Aegis Logistics which also ended at a 7-month high with gains of over 10%. The stock has gained 25% in the last 4 trading sessions. 40-50% to 50 shares traded in all the 3 stocks were marked for delivery as per data on the exchanges. Early ticks on the SGX Nifty indicate that the index is trading 30 points lower, around the mark of 11,500. You can get more details on all of these stocks and a lot more in our all-you-need-to-know copy on BloombergQuint.com. With that, I wish you a safe day ahead and it's back to you, Alex. Thanks, Hormuz. And as always, thank you all for listening in. That's all we have for you in this podcast. But as always, there's a lot more on the website, BloombergQuint.com. So don't forget to check it out. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 
I hope you enjoyed listening to All You Need to Know. Did you know that you can listen to this show on the IVM Podcast app? On the IVM Podcast app, along with this, we have a number of other shows which you think you'll enjoy. Listen to Cyrus Says with Cyrus Brocha as the host. Listen to Pesa Vesa with Anupam Gupta. The Scene of the Unseen with Amit Varma or Shunya One hosted by Shiladiti Mukhopadhyay and myself. Check out the IVM Podcast app to get more talk content that you will enjoy.